When you discovered the law of attraction, you started to believe anything was possible. Life got better, much better. Now you want more, but it's not working. That's where the Manifest It Now show comes in. If you've been waiting for someone who can teach you the practical application to manifest quicker and easier while having more, turn the volume up because the dynamic duo, Cassie Parks and Ginny Gain, are ready to teach you how to live the law of attraction like they do. It's time to laugh and learn. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Manifest It Now. I'm here with Cassie Parks. And I'm here with Ginny Gain. And wasn't it just last week, Cass, we recorded together? And now we're across the country. Literally on opposite sides of the (laughs) country. Opposite sides, opposite ends. Life Um, is so awesome. It is. It's fun. Yeah. So our topic that we're going to talk about today is uh, how to let go of old patterns. So we're going to talk about what that encompasses on a really like big and deep level. So it's going to be good. Yes. Um, Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. I was going to start talking, but let's talk about what we're excited about first. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this morning, it felt like Christmas morning. I woke up to a message that one of my good friends had their baby and I'm so excited. It's literally like I I felt so much excitement and joy. And um, when I got the messages from her and she was like, we're so in love with our little girl. It's insane. And I'm like, I can't even imagine that because it's how I feel that I can't even imagine how you feel. So I am just so excited about that. Yes, we are mm-hmm. excited and congratulations and welcoming our newest listener because our I know little, she's going to yeah. be a listener in the car. <laughs> uh, so excited. Yeah. Congratulations to the two moms. <laughs> what are you excited about, Cass? Oh, man. I am excited about being in California and um, on a family vacation, which is super fun because it mm-hmm. includes my family and uh, my love's family. And then we're meeting my family and going to Disneyland and doing all of the Disney things. And, um, you know, I've become one of those people like we have outfits for every day. Like we all have <laughs> Disney shirts. all have outfits. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is too much. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I, I'm super excited about that just to have a a week and, and be family and get to do a lot of things in a lot of ways. I did not script like outfits, but a lot of the things that I've scripted in my life. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Are happening now. Yeah. So that's so fun. I mean, yeah, they're, yeah, just like the different pieces, right? Like we say all the time, a lot, a lot was already here, but this is just another piece of the puzzle. Mm-hmm. And how they all come together is so cool. Yeah, it's amazing. What are yeah. you excited about? You just got, it's fun that we have like back-to-back vacation weeks. Well, I'm excited about babies. <laughs> um. Okay, so do you want to start <laughs> today? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but that was the funny, like, of course, I'm excited about babies. I already said it. Let's get to our topic. I know. I was like... <laughs> Did you forget I already talked about this? <laughs> you did. I, I like, yeah, I, yeah, you're right. <laughs> okay. So why don't you start? You had um, something come up with your clients this week and that will set the good set of set our stage for today. Yeah. So one of the things that, um, that came up or a question led to is really, um, it's, it's this, um, which is in, 
in my work is ever. Like I, there's not like, uh, and I think I want to preface with that. Like you're always going to be having this sort of conversation because if you're growing into this next version of yourself, it's always coming up. But it's really, mm-hmm. um, you know, what does it look like to not have your problems anymore or to not mm-hmm. have the thing that you've been dealing with or fighting or trying to fix or all the things? Like what mm-hmm. does it feel like to not have that thing anymore or yeah. not be fixing that problem. Who are you, um, and the way I described it to one of my clients was, who are you when you're not carrying the backpack of that problem all the time? Mm-hmm. Like, this, what do you feel like when you set it down and you leave it and it gets lost forever? Mm-hmm. Um, it's such a turning point in mm-hmm. in manifesting and in feeling that connection to our true self, to our future self, because Sometimes, most of the time, we don't even realize we're trying to fix a problem. We don't even, we aren't even aware, hey, all my energy and all my focus is on how to make this situation better instead of just creating a new situation. That is what I want. Yeah. And so... You can see how vibrationally the the switch in this focus to that focus is completely different. And whether this is, this comes into play, like if you are looking at what's wrong or looking at the problem or situation, and you're even trying to find the good points of that situation, like an even better step or an even more powerful way to create what you really want is to just ask those questions, Cassie, brought up at the beginning, like, what is my life without this? And bring your focus there. Yes. And that is not like an instant. Um, so uh, just if you're listening and, and you don't have a coach yet, like I will say the first answer I've noticed with my clients is not always the, like the answer is sort of, um, I don't want to say it's hard, but it takes a bit. Because yeah. it's really opening new space. Like if yeah. you're like, oh, I da 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 da, I would say sit a little longer because yeah. um, you you don't. It's unfamiliar. You mm-hmm. don't actually know unless you've invested the time in like, oh, what does that feel like? And uh, it's more of a, it's like opening a little tiny possibility and then sort of letting the information come. Mm-hmm. It's very much not a thinking thing. Yeah, I would 100% agree on that. Like when you start to ask yourself those questions, it it's almost uh, better to not have an answer come to you right away because yes. if it does, it's likely coming from your head and what you think is supposed to be the answer or is going to be like it. But I found with my clients when I've asked things like this, it's like, oh, and there's like a silence because like you, yeah, yeah, because, oh, I've never, well, I, I don't know that because I've spent all my time and energy trying to fix this. What if it wasn't there? Oh, oh, I, I don't know. And that's, I think, the best response. <laughs> yes, it is the best response. That's the like, um, that is the response that is like, yeah, because you don't know, right? Yeah. yeah. I, love, I love it when my clients are just like, oh, you know, crap, Jenny, never thought about that one. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Like I've been too busy spending all this time thinking about, and it's what we is. Um, it's it's whether we're conditioned or it's a human thing, right? Mm-hmm. We often we like think about how to solve a problem, and yeah. I think it's an Einstein quote that like says like you can't solve a problem with the same mindset that created it. Yes. Oh my God, I'm so glad you remembered that. 
Yeah. Did you guys get that? And like, go back and listen to that quote because <laughs> just let that sink in. And then you realize, like, you're trying to fix a problem is futile. It's not, doesn't mm-hmm. work. It does not work. It's, and yeah. Do you want to talk? Um, well, wait, I want to just give one more thing on that. If you do, and I'm sure we've all experienced this of like, but I did work on this solution and Jenny and Cassie, I did think about my problem and come up with an answer. And I think that's possible, but it's not going to be the answer or the solution that's going to be permanent, as fulfilling as you really want, or the like ultimate one. It's going to be a Band-Aid and it might feel, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with this, but there is a more powerful way if you're looking for these ultimate solutions, the ones that align and pull you forward and allow you to step into it, like in a bigger way to the life you're creating. Mm -hmm. As you started saying that, I was like, it's not going to be long-term. And then Mm -hmm. you said it, of course, uh, (laughs) because we both understand this and you're right. Like having a bandaid or having a temporary, this feels better is not a bad thing. And at some point it often gets like, you get tired of the band-aids, right? Mm-hmm. Because you then you have to find a different band-aid, you know, yep. like band-aids mm-hmm. fall off. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you have this same thing, like over and over, you you keep searching for this thing. And, um, you know, when you get, and, and that in itself is like, even I would just, if you're listening and you want like a, okay, how can I apply some of this stuff that they're talking about? I would like just check in with yourself. Like, what are, are there things that I have thought I had the answer to like more than three times? Mm. And those are like the the areas where you would want to ask these questions really big because what happens is that the pattern starts to be, I find something to fix. Like it's really becomes this ingrained um, like circle of fixing it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, because that's what we keep doing. We like, we experience the pain, we find a band aid, then it, the Band-Aid falls off and we experience the pain. We find a Band-Aid. The Band-Aid falls off. And so those are the things that you want to just, just even if you just notice them, like if you're just like driving in your car and when the podcast is over, you're like, is there anything in my life that I've tried to like, that I, I've found three Band-Aids for? I've tried to fix three times and I've thought that they were, it was fixed, but it, ca- you know, keeps coming up. Mm-hmm. I remember, that, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, that's where you want to ask yourself, like, well, who would I be? If I never had to do that again, who would I be yeah. without that? Yeah. Uh, I remember about uh, maybe six or seven months ago, I was working with a client and she was had a health challenge and it wasn't minor. It's a thing. And she was doing all the things, making everything, like making her health a priority and doing all the things to take care of herself and eat the right things and exercise in the right way and do the right mindset exercises and be, you know, all these things. And that was her priority to get her health better. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, so if you didn't have this health challenge, what would you do with your days? Oh, I would go out and I would go shopping and I'd go to lunch with my friends and I'd go dancing. And I'm like, all right, so here's our new focus. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Because all um, the, even though those things are generally positive, this is why it's so important that it's not about the action that you're taking. It's so much more about the energy and intention you're taking into your actions that's going to make it uh, give you the results. So that's a, it's a good example of that. Absolutely. And, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's a good example and reminder, like if this is in your mind that there's some sort of list of all the right actions and some sort of list of all the wrong actions, like that does not, like, that's not a thing if you're really truly leveraging the law of attraction and stepping in and doing all the things and creating because mm-hmm. the list that we typically have in our head of like, oh, these are all the good things and these are all the quote unquote bad things or the things that we think will get us closer and the things that we won't, like that, that, that there's no lists when you're mm-hmm. really um, stepping in and following inspiration. Very often, the thing that is the thing that opens up the most is the thing that um, someone thought was on that quote-unquote bad mm-hmm. list. Mm-hmm. Uh, so even using that same example, like all those lists of things that you could be doing to get rid of a problem, if they're done with the intention of, I love being a healthy person, they are going to mm-hmm. be a million times more effective than they will be if you were trying to fix the problem. But it nothing, the actions don't have to change, but your intention and how you're going in them and doing them does. Oh, that's so big. You should rewind and listen to that too. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's all what it is, right? And so Mm -hmm. is that a good time? Like, do you want to bring up the two quotes that we talked about get passed around all the time, but I don't think Mm -hmm. people really understand them? Totally. Uh, So the first one that when we first started talking about this is, you know, I have to let go of who I am in order to become who I want to be, right? Mm -hmm. And that is— Yeah, I love that quote. Me too. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think most people don't get it. It's this deep level we're talking about. Like, what if I'm not—it's looking at the things that I'm trying to fix, even on a— even on a minor level. Like, I love the health example that you just gave because Mm it's— it looks on the outside like, yeah, I'm doing it. I'm stepping in. I'm doing all the things, right? But when mm-hmm. we really, it's like, oh, no. What if I fully let go of that and I go be the person that I want to be? And that letting go is is um, is a lot of times letting go of things that we've carried, like, I'm not saying in the health way, but um, sometimes it's things that you've carried for a long time, you know? Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. the thing that... Um, you know, is just become part of you. And it's the thing that you're like, I really want to let go. And yet it's really, a lot of times there's an attachment because when you let go of that, uh, it's like, who am I? For a second, it really is like, who am I? Who am I? (laughs) Right. It's that like, you know, when we talked about asking that question, it's like, I don't know what I'd do without it. Right. Yeah. And there is this moment of blank slate, like, who who am I? And I've had that experience before. I mean, in my I just life got goosebumps stories because <laughs> I can feel that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and and that is the go ahead. That's the magic. That place. That is, totally, totally. I was just gonna say that's the res- that's the response we want. If you feel that's if you ask that question, and this comes up in any kind of transition, if you are you know, going from a full-time mom to part-time empty nester or an empty nester. If you're going from corporate work to self-employed work, if you're mm-hmm. going from, if you're uh, transitioning your your healthy body and you're recovering from an injury or going from single to in a relationship, relationship to single, like all these little transformations in our life require us to be, to ask these questions uh, and say, oh, well, who am I now? And that response of like, I would almost say it's a little like scary, but it's like more that like uncomfortable. And it's like, I seriously, my actual normal response is, oh shit. (laughs) Yes. Right. Like, uh, yeah. And I think it's, it is okay to call it scary. Like it's, or uncomfortable or 
because it's it's new. It's uh, it literally is like, oh shit, I don't know, right? Yeah, it's you're not of, supposed to know. Yeah, yeah, you're you're not supposed to. Which I just had this really funny example pop into my head, but because I was gonna say, it's kind of that scary of like walking into a room naked because that's your blank slate. Like there's nothing <gasps> covering scary. it. So, <laughs> I know, right? That seems scary. And then I'm like, but wait, we get used to that every day. Like we don't freak out every time we take our clothes off and then we go pick a new outfit. Mm-hmm. And this is really what this is, is it's, you know, when we can put it sort of in that terms, like, okay, I've, I've done something similar before I can do this. I think sometimes that's helpful. And that's, mm-hmm what it is. And it is supposed to be that oh shit moment. And if you, if you've ever had a transition that you thought was going to, this came up when I was listening to you, when you were talking about the transitions, if you've ever had a transition that didn't have the impact that you wanted, or um, like you thought it was going to be life-changing and it wasn't, it's probably because what you did was you took like, let's just say point A and you just tried to merge it with point B Mm -hmm. instead of allowing for that, that I'm just going to call it naked space. Like Mm -hmm. that space of that blank slate, that openness, you just took your, you know, your married life and you tried to meld it and still become the same person as a single person just without someone else. Right. Mm -hmm. Versus looking like, okay, what, what all does this look like? And what are, what are the opportunities and who do I want to be in this space? Uh, You just sort of like, you know, washed it over. Mm-hmm. Um, and same if single to married, like, or corporate to, you know, you want that oh shit space. Yeah. I mean, I think that we should probably just go patent naked space right now, Cass. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. You're right. It's own, owning your naked space. <laughs> I will look up the domain name after okay. this. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Um, I was trying to come up with another practical example of this. And it's like when you're growing and you're realizing that, hey, you know how you have that experience of like, oh my gosh, most of the people around me are negative. And now I see that I used to be like that. And now I'm, Mm -hmm. you know, it's my intention to be more positive and focus in this way. And a case of going at the one way would be like (sighs) not... I got excited. I'm like, I see where she's going. Yeah. Um, Is like deciding, oh, I'm not going to hang out with those people anymore. Um, Versus, so you're like trying to control the conditions or do it the action way instead of the um, who am I? What kind of friends Mm -hmm. do I have? And like getting clear about the other experience, not trying to fix or control the friends you have now, but making the the jump or the going through the, okay, who am I with friends that are supportive, nourishing, and have deep connections? Mm-hmm. And, or like in this example, so people go, I think they go two ways. They, like you said, they are like, oh, let me just get rid of all my friends. Or they, um, they want to change everyone all of a sudden, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like they want it. like, how do I fix them now? How do I change yeah. them? How do I make them like me? Mm-hmm. When, you know, you can, I love your, like, what is the other experience? How am I with supportive, nourishing friends? And I think the other question is, who am I, like, all the time as a positive person? Who That's am I in a group question. of negative people? Yeah. Versus trying to change the, like, that blank space of, oh, I don't know what that looks like. Right? Right. I, because so often we, like, people try and, like, oh, I want them to all be positive just like me. Oh, I want to, like, abandon them and go find other friends. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, who who am I 
in this situation? Like, what is this new person that I am? Mm-hmm. And it's such a more, like specifically in this situation, it's such a more grounded or I don't know the right word, but way to approach it instead of, it's such a more transformative way to approach it is keeping and staying in your power and not trying to change the other people around you because it will be more uncomfortable because you're used to now you under start to understand, Hey, I have the power to feel good. Hey, this is when, when you focus this way, when you talk this way, it feels better. And then, but all of a sudden you're seeing and experiencing all these people that are going the other way. And the reason it feels bad is you're judging that they're doing it wrong. Now, if Mm -hmm. instead you just kept the focus on you and you asked a question, I don't remember, but, oh yeah. So who do I want to be in a group of negative people? Let Mm -hmm. that be your practice. Like, cause this is your life. You get to decide for you how you want to be. You have no control over the other people or, or get to choose how they're going to be or how they're going to think about things or anything. So I love that. Yeah. Um, actually, this came up, and I'm so rarely would mention these things, but it came up a couple of times where Ellen was with Bush, and I do not know all the details, but I guess they believe different things. And Ellen mm. had a, did you see this, Cass? I just saw a post about, uh, like one of the quotes she posted about, like, I'm not going to not be friends with someone who doesn't have the same opinions and thoughts. And exactly. Exactly. So she did a monologue on that and it was um, powerful and it said exactly that. So there's no, we are here to have differences, to have different opinions. And the more you honor that and let someone have theirs and you just keep believing in yours because that's your right, you know, it doesn't mean you can't be friends or like parts of people and that that's okay. So I think that's important to remember. It is. It's just, it's again, that choice. And it goes back to like, we don't have to like just jump ship from everybody who doesn't believe us and go find, Mm -hmm. you know, because you're actually not going to, you are unique and you're not going to find somebody who has the 3,482 same thoughts and beliefs as you. (laughs) Like that number come from? (laughs) Inspiration. (laughs) I was like, Um, is there a fact I don't know here? (laughs) (laughs) just came out of the tip of my tongue um like somewhere like the variation right like maybe the first thousand are the same but then it starts to to be different and you don't want them to be exactly the same because you Mm -hmm. wouldn't grow standing next to somebody who's exactly the same and I think we demonstrate this on this podcast sometimes we have differences of the way that we look at things Mm -hmm. and that's just a way to grow like it's either like oh, I see that differently or like, oh no, I believe this stronger. You know, this mm-hmm. is like, um, that doesn't happen like a lot with us. We don't have like far differences, but um, like, it's just an op, it's a, it's an opportunity to, to be more open to something or to stand stronger in what you are. And again, it's who am I? And the biggest question just to kind of bring it back to the beginning is it's who am I without this problem? And if we're mm-hmm. going to name one problem for this, it's who am I if I do belong everywhere? Mm, I like that one for that friend's example. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I think it comes to a lot of, um, you know, that's a lot of it, right? Like, like it, a lot of people are trying to fix how do I belong and we're f- trying to fix it by leaving people and going to this and finding these people that believe like this. And it's really mm-hmm. how do I how do I step into the person who belongs everywhere? 
Oh, I like it a lot. <laughs> I love it. Um, and quickly, just before we wrap up, there's in that other quote that is that talks about the same thing we're talking about is, and now I forget it. <laughs> if you want to be, if you want to yes. experience something different, you have to do something different. Yes. And I always replace the second do with be. So in order to experience something different, you have to be someone different. And that doesn't mean, so this is the, a great way to highlight the differences between the actions and the beingness. So it's not about what you're going to do. It's not about waking up early and meditating and doing your practice and getting out. It's not about only those actions. It's about who you're being in those actions. And I think so much of the willingness to be comes from your willingness to let go of this old old patterns or old person, old stories, or the problems. Um, and that takes that takes a willingness and it takes just this naked space first. I just had to get it in there. <laughs> I was going to say it and I was like, yes, she got it. <laughs> it takes the willingness to be in the naked space. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so just, yeah, one more point on that is that the... <sighs> It's a lot easier to be in that space when, like, you don't need to know the answer. You don't need to know the path. You don't need to know even what's on the other side of that space. But being willing to be in that space will get you there, will, like, lead you there. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, everyone. We will see you next week. Bye. Go be awesome. Thank you for joining us on the Manifest It Now show, where you learn how to leverage the law of attraction to manifest your dreams. Now that you're inspired, share the love and review us on iTunes. While you're there, remember to subscribe.